0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of Girl You So Woke. My name is Karina and I'd like to share with you some thoughts about spirituality, awakening and my journey of life. I'll begin this episode with sharing a beautiful truth. The whole universe is loving you perfectly and supporting you. There's even a word for this. Pronoia, as opposed to paranoia, is the belief that the whole universe is conspiring in your favour. The first time I remember hearing this idea was in the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which I read almost a decade ago. And let me tell you, I hated it for that exact proposition. I reread it this summer, and it was amazing to see how much my philosophy had evolved, because I knew the universe was communicating directly to me through that novel. We are only ever having a relationship with life itself, and life is conscious. Maybe you are resistant to this idea, or it confuses you. To begin to experience this for yourself, you have to learn how to communicate with the universe. Communicating with people is obviously a part of communicating with life, but it's so much deeper than that. A key part of understanding this is increasing your awareness of your inner world, something I made practical suggestions about in the previous episode. One way I communicate with life is through my intuition, or what I also call my inner guidance. I know this can sound woo-woo, and I'm going to ground this, By increasing your awareness, you'll begin to notice and pay attention to your thoughts and feelings. This allows you to begin cultivating inner peace, and in a peaceful state, you are much more receptive to life and communicating with it. With time and practiced observation, certain insights and urges will come to you, or perhaps you'll gain clarity about something you were confused about before. This is about grounding into your deeper understanding of who you are, not through your interactions with what is happening externally, but with what is within you. As Eckhart Tolle famously said, you are the whole universe, expressing itself as a human being for a short while. You have access to much more information than you might realize. I don't just mean facts or data, but there is a lot more going on that you can tap into. Our conscious minds are trained to concentrate on a very small portion of life. But as we begin to change and expand our focus, suddenly new avenues become available to us. There are various ways you might be receiving information from your inner guidance. My intuition is strongest with my sense of knowing. I just know some things, without really knowing how or why. Some might hear or see things. Others might feel intuitively. By paying attention you'll begin to notice which one of these is your strongest sense. Through meditation and hypnosis we can begin to access different levels of our consciousness while awake. The brain waves of meditators have often been measured and we know there are changes in our brainwave frequencies as we meditate and shift our consciousness. Our subconscious minds also hold a wealth of information and are always on, and receiving impressions. But the subconscious mind is not necessarily very accessible unless we open ourselves up to it. Our subconscious communicates with us regularly through our dreams. Carl Jung paid a lot of attention to dreams, because through our dreams we are exposed to a language of signs and symbols. Our dreams are how our subconscious minds process. If you are intrigued by your dreams, you can keep a dream journal, You might not be used to remembering your dreams, and you can set the intention before you fall asleep that you are open to receiving messages from your dreams and would like to remember whatever is appropriate and for your highest good. Jung suggested that we are only ever dreaming aspects of our own psyche, sometimes represented by other individuals, objects, places and things. What is happening is that your subconscious mind matches a vibration to an image in your mental, energetic vocabulary to represent something in your dreams. If we want to interpret our dreams, we can take the approach of asking each of the aspects represented what it wanted us to know or to show us. Signs and symbols play an important role in our waking lives too. I know that certain signs and symbols hold significance for me. They form part of a love language with the universe, intimate and personal. Although they are some common interpretations of symbols, perhaps due to collective consciousness, they can also have personal meanings for you. What on earth is collective consciousness, you might be wondering. It was coined in 1893 by a French guy, so it's not a New Age term, though it has definitely evolved since it was first used. It's a set of shared beliefs, thoughts and attitudes and it is constantly shifting and changing as our own consciousness shifts and changes. You are not immune to the thoughts of those around you and you are also able to influence the collective consciousness. There is something called the Maharishi effect which has been scientifically observed and measured over many years which proves that a group of people coming together to meditate and hold thoughts of peace has a marked effect on crime rates and incidences of violence, globally. I'll let that sink in for a second. People coming together to meditate can collectively raise the consciousness to reduce acts of violence and crime. Every thought you think matters. If this seems all too fluffy for you, let's take another approach. It's common to tell someone to trust their gut, and that is a form of intuition. That funny feeling you get in the pit of your stomach when something doesn't quite feel right, even though you might not have a rational or logical reason to believe something may be wrong. There is an ecosystem within you that is relaying information to you all the time, if you'll but pay attention. I choose to be led by my heart, though the ecosystem also includes my mind, my gut, and my sex, and my heart is the negotiator and mediator in my inner ecosystem. For in following my heart, I am more closely aligned with love and with my heart's desires. Many of us are terrified of following our hearts because we fear it may lead us to being hurt, walked all over or abused. No one can make you feel anything unless you give them that power And while I choose to follow my heart as the ideal way to navigate my life, it still involves having healthy boundaries. Honoring my boundaries and communicating them to others in a respectful way is important for thriving in life. Thanks for joining me. Please like, share and subscribe. And please tune in next time.